Hello there, my name's Jess Wood, and I'm a comedian slash actor slash gun mall, look it up, and listen, it's time for Get Wood. I had to do all my laughing before I came on the mic. I'm a little late. I was letting a song finish. Do you ever find yourself letting a song finish, and then you're just running a little bit late for something? <laughs> well, bam, and you say goddamn. This is a dope jam. Come on with me now, I'm broad. I'm broad, said I'm broader than Broadway. In a flannel, yes I'm broad, yes I'm broad, yes I'm broader than Broadway. And I have a big old hat that has my name on it today. And diddling, diddling, diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh yeah, what time is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I can't help it. It's time for Get Wood with your pal, Jess Wood. Hi, that's me. I'm Jess Wood. How are you? How was your week? I have to tell you, I'm feeling so much better from last Tuesday. First of all, can you believe how fast it came? It was like I turned around. As my aunt would say, I turned around. It was next week. Uh, or as my mother used to say, I will slap you into next week. Uh, so with that, let's start the show. Thanks to everyone who checked in on me from last week. I was having an issue with my... <laughs> <laughs> Why is it funny? With my gum. I think it's because I'm not having <clears throat> uh, enough protein. And by protein, I mean semen. And by semen, I mean Fleet Week. And by Fleet Week, I mean I'm just joshing. Listen, Josh, whew, I, uh, <laughs> what just happened? I have been thinking about how different the men are here in the East Coast as opposed to the West Coast. And I've told you this before, but I'm going to say it again because it just is a real thing. The guys on the East Coast over here, they and I'm going to quote my my pal uh, Joey Gay uh, when he says, hey, they think who the fuck they are. Do you understand? They think who the fuck they are. And in the West Coast, hey, maybe their self-esteem's a little lower. Maybe it's the desert air. Maybe it's the, who goddamn knows, the, the slowness of it all. But they're so much hotter over on the West Coast. <laughs> and they don't have a thing. I mean, yes, I chose men who were eventually, all right, homeless. Yes, they eventually went to the streets. And do I take responsibility for this? Slightly. Why? Because it's very good. Do you understand? If you're just listening and you're not watching, I am pointing to my poussoir, which is so delightful that the boys forget to pay all their bills and they end up where? In the streets. Well, hello. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, shout out to Greg Wilson. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, so... Very excited to tell you all this. And if you're going to be in Europe, please, let's hang around and get a, I don't know, have a cigarette. Isn't it European? It's okay to smoke in, in Europe. Uh, I'm going to be in Europe December 1st through the 14th. That is correct, Mon mademoiselles and messieurs. And bonjour, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, I am so excited. Powery? Yeah. Uh, 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 London, as Fergie would say, London, and Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, and I'm doing comedy in all of these places, and 
Doing comedy in all of these places. Can't wait to see the European faces laughing at me. Yeah, I know. It's um, it's exciting. Especially because, oh, I think I just spat a bit of my... <laughs> of my lunch that's adorable this i love get wood she tells a story she spits upon things um which reminds me of the guy i was fucking in uh, albuquerque speaking of spitting on things i mean uh, you know he loved it when i spit on his dick why is that a thing i don't mind i don't want you spitting on my puss mm. I've chatted about that before. We don't have to go back into that. Shout outs, big shout outs, huge shout outs, large as, as life shout outs to a few of you. Specifically, Craig, 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 specifically, Craig, Greg, specifically. Um, it's a it's a joke that Greg Wilson used to do when we were children. In the 1900s, no, we met in the, <laughs> we met in Y2K. Why is Y2, okay, <clears throat> shout outs to my lovers, uh, to my sweetheart and delightful folk who check in with me, who call out to me when I'm in the streets of NYC. Uh, this gentleman called out. I did post a picture of us earlier today on the inst on the Instagram because I'm 111. Um, Zorin, aka on Instagram, his hand his handle. It's like a CB radio. Is that what a handle? Why why are we telling? Okay, his handle is um, ZZ Black Flame. I know Z E E Z Y Black Flame. Not for nothing. Just to give you a little. Description, detail, the spelling is important. Um, spelling counts. I'm a terrible speller. Dahlia. Uh, okay. I love my Dahlia. Dahlia dot poles. You want to watch a strength uh, of a, a tush that is very strengthening, <laughs> strengthening tuchus? I don't know if that's her band name, but strong tuchus. That should be her band name. It's uh, my girl, she's a pole dancer, and she's doing the pole, pole dancer? Yeah, like a pole. A f she flies upon the pole with her butt cheeks in the air, and it is a delight for all invited. Speaking of butt cheeks, hey, these snake earrings, which everyone covets everywhere I go. Look at these things. I mean, I know there's a lot going on here with your pal Jess, but look at that beautiful snake earrings by the babes. You're right. You're right. If you said, is that Babel Studios? You're right. It's the, ba are there the babes at Babel? And if you go to the Babel Studios and you order and you use Getwood 15 on checkout, you get some discountage. All right. <clears throat> The necklace you ask, oh, thank you so much for inquiring. That's from Cosmic Healing Shop. <laughs> All right. Anyway, speaking of love and sell selling your goods, look who just came onto this. Look who just came onto this chat. Shell, how are you? Shwana. 
Uh, last week, I did do a song, and I evoke, evoked, well, I don't know if any of none of them are dead. I just wanted to give love, give little shouts to a bunch of the people who keep me happy and laughing and entertained throughout the year. And so I did a little parody of my favorite things last week. So thank you so much. But again, I know I'm now at eight minutes and I haven't even told one story, but I again wanted to just thank everyone who inquired within about the jobs, <laughs> uh, about my my ill my puffy puffy cheek cheek now last week nobody said oh my god you look like a motherfucking chickmunk a chick a chickmunk because i would because i'm a chick and then it would be like, anyway and so i want to tell you all what had happened was so i ended up going to urgent are you like are you like me and you just can't seem to take yourself to the doctor I am really practicing, and I'm better the last bunch of years because I get it. A lot of us grew up without anyone taking, you know, care of us. And so what that meant was a lot of us didn't get to go to the doctor. And so what I'm finding is this reparenting thing is amazing. And to re-learn uh, how to take care of yourself and to really do it in a way that's like, oh my God, I'm actually keeping up with my own health and uh, progress over here. So um, I did go to the urgent care. The urgent care told me that there was no infection, even though it was very puffy and it was quite red. Um, and I'm not the doctor, but the urgent care doctor guy was in a t-shirt. I don't know. I don't need you to have a uniform on. I don't need you to have a scrub, but perhaps, you know, you're dealing in medicine over here. Well, everyone else has a scrub on. This guy, it's like I was getting pranked or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, silence out of lambs. So uh, I I end up, because he tells me I have a cracked molar. And I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking emergency. Now, so I call the dentist and I say, can I come in? Can I come in? Well, the Russian dentist, they have very uh, good hours and they have hours on Saturday. So she says, you want to come in tomorrow, Jessica? Yes, I need to come in tomorrow because I had spent all of Friday over at the urgent and they did nothing for me. And so I, so I go to the dentals and she, I said, well, I went to the urgent care and she, she goes, That's a, you went to urgent care? You went to another provider for my uh, medicine? And I go, listen, I didn't think you guys were going to be open, you know? And she goes, okay. Like, it was not okay for her to have me go, like, I was cheating on her. And, but I was puff Anyway, so cut to her analysis, diagnosis situation, where she looks and examines, and she brings out that pick, you know, that they have. Why with the pick? You can just put your glove on, touch the, it's very feel the glove you know um she had the pick out she said there's nothing wrong with any of your teeth there is no crack in your molar and i said thank god and then i said but is there anything going on she goes yes everybody it's infection your gum it's infection and then they both had said the same thing to me the urgent care guy and her and and i didn't understand what it meant and i t it took a couple of people to tell me the exact word but what it sounded like to me was that my salvador dolly gland had just been blocked my salvador dolly gland good grief seems very abstract to me to have a salvador dolly gland apparently it's the salv salvatore 
Glenn. See how I can't even, I really, I feel like I can't even really pronounce it even when I have it spelled out here phonetically on my piece of paper that I do have notes from, which nobody ever believes because they think this is just a rant-a-thon. Yeah! It's your Salvatore, Salvatore gland, Salvador Dolly gland blockaded up with some uh, calcium deposit or some shit and this is what the guy at urgent care the doctor in the the doctor in the t-shirt hello he says to me oh well it's probably your salvador dolly gland it's blocked and it's like having and i go i don't know what's the salvador dolly gland? you know where all your saliva comes ah so then he, i said i'm pretty saliva i and then i said except when i smoke at the weeds and i get it to dry them out and then he laughed ah, ha 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 because this doctor was in a t-shirt and maybe he had just come from a smoking note of weeds so he says to me oh it's your salvador dolly gland it's like you know if you get like how if people get a a stone like a like a kidney stone in their kidney <laughs> you know the stones that you have to pass and that's ah and you freak out and the seinfeld with kramer and they're at the circus and he passes it and then the, the tightrope guy falls all the things but it's in your mouth Ugh. it disgusted me and I said to him, why, why is this? Why, Salvador Dali, why in the back of my mouth? And he said, oh, it's no real, we don't really know why it happens. It's just a buildup of calcium. And you know what he said? You know what he told me? You know what his prescription was? Because I said, I think I have an infection. Maybe you want to give me a medicine. And I don't want medicine. I'm a very homeopathic type of gal. But no, I said, give me, it's a puffy and it's a red. It's a puffy and it's a red. And he says, no. And you know what he prescribes to me for me to do? He says, have some sour candy. Now, I don't think it's a great idea when you do have some sort of slight infection, maybe it's not even an infection, but you're hurting inside of your mouth, to not pile sugar upon that area. But here we are at the doctor with the t-shirt, and he tells me, have a sucky candy. Now, I can't, rem I can't remember the last time I was excited to tell my aunt about a diagnosis that I had, but my aunt, would you like a sucky candy? You know, older ladies will, uh, Jewish will have a sucky candy in their purse for you whenever you see them and they will offer it to you especially after dinner at the diner not usually dinner perhaps lunch she has to get back on the train before it gets dark anyway my salvador dolly gland so i so my the dentist says yes that's what it is and she says not salvador dolly like she gets mad at me i said listen lady you pronounce it i've smoked a lot of pcp Let's just be honest with one another. So she says, uh, I give you a prescription. And I'm like, good, because it's an infection. She goes, yes. This bitch gives me fucking three prescriptions. Pain, pill. I'm like, I got the Tylenol, baby girl. Like, I don't even take Tylenol that often, but I've taken it Tylenol. She said, yeah, it worked. Then she wants to give me, uh, um, it, like, penicillin, moxicillin for infection, antibiotic. I said, yes, that's, I'll do that. But this motherfucker's pray four times a day? You trying to give me a yeast infection? Fuck yo, you know, in my best Al Pacino. Then, yes, a third thing, a mouthwash. I know it's riveting conversation, y'all, and what a week this lady's had. Oh, we're so excited to listen to her talk. The mouthwash that she says to me, don't use more than four days, turn your whole teeth blue. Okay, no. 
my mother is rolling over in her fucking grave right now. Jesse, you got, uh, Jesse, you got overprescribed, hun, overprescribed. Yes, I know, mom. That's why I'm telling the fucking story. Anyway, because I'm on the dole, you know, the state, whatever, health, everything gets paid for, which, you know, blessings to me. I'm so lucky. But these motherfuckers want to just prescribe, 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 prescribe. Hell to the chicken. No. So I'm taking amoxicillin. (laughs) But I only take it twice a day. So fuck you. And I'll take it longer. But I just can't. It makes me so ill. And then I feel like kind of woozy and weird. And then I tell them, like, I'm feeling a little woozy and weird from it. Uh, just make sure you eat food with it. I am eating. But I don't, I don't eat four times a fucking day. Like a big fucking meal four times a day. And plus, four times a day would be like every, like, five hours, four hours. How late? Am, am I supposed to wake myself up at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning and take this fucking... No. And so I shan't. <laughs> back to the notes i have to tell you about some of the best subway shit that i did this week so you know i always like to throw in a subway story here right so here's my uh my first one goes like this it's uh, the times that i've had to be in the city recently have been coinciding with the times that the kids get out of the high school I live next to a high school, and so when a lot of them get off, they go to the train, to the subway, because they're, you know, students that live in New York. So anyway, I'm in the train last week, and I'm sitting there, and there are, uh, I don't know, there are four black kids, uh, boys, uh, about ranging, I want to say ages like 14 to like 16. This is me just guessing as an older white lady. But it all will make sense to you in a second. Now, I don't mind teens on my train. I, You know, high schoolers, no matter what your race, no matter what you look like or sound like or whatever, you're always a little bit annoying, right? Because you're high schoolers. So all those hormones are going and everybody's trying to have like the attention given to them. I get it. I was there until last week. So don't worry. I'm very stunted. So not anymore. I'm growing. I'm evolving. New moon in Scorpio. Anyway, I'm sitting next to these guys and one of them and they're and, you know, everyone checks everyone out on the subway. And I don't mean like sexually. I mean, some people do. Uh, as my aunt says, you just I fucked that guy next to you. You just I fucked the guy right in front of me. You're going to I fuck. So, you know, it does happen. But these teenagers next to me, these guys, they said one of them said, uh, you know, um, you got to wash your vagina. You got to wash your, what did he, he didn't say vagina. He said pussy. You got to wash your pussy. Um, you know, I tell, I tell people, you got to wash your pussy. You got to wash your pussy. And then the other three guys go, yeah, yeah, you got to wash that pussy. That pussy got to be washed. And then the main kid goes, uh, but it hurts, you know, it hurts to wash your pussy. Like it hurt, and he's saying it really loud, and the, and he keeps kind of glancing over at me. So I, as a good Jewish lady, say, "Oh, like I feel invited into the invited. They've now invited me into the conversation." <laughs> so I say, "Oh no, if your vagina hurts when you wash it, there's something the matter. You got to go to the doctor." You can't have a vagina that hurts you when you wash it. And I mean, I'm giving eyes like I am into his, you know, I'm I am penetrating his soul. 
<laughs> and and I'm being as real as I'm being with you all. It's very authentic. It's very in the moment. It's very like just comes out of me. And he looks at me and he goes, what? Like <laughs> you know, when someone is like stunned, but uh, frightened as well. He goes, what? And then his friends like laugh. <laughs> they like laughed at him. And then he said, oh, uh, I don't know. And then they all looked at each other and silently, without anyone saying a fucking word, all four of them got up and moved train cars. <laughs> Who the fuck? You know that I get doors locked on me when I walk across the street as well? I didn't think I looked that. Stuart, I didn't think I looked that. Honey, mom, I didn't think I looked that crazy. I thought I looked like a nice gal, like a funky old, older, you know, a gal that was kind of hip still, hanging out with the kids. Hey, those kids invited me to talk, man. Hey, man, I didn't solicit that. They looked at me. And how the fuck am I supposed to react? Just sit there and be quiet when someone talks about pussies hurting when they're getting washed? Uh-uh. That is, to me, it's like I'm a superhero of sorts. Do you understand? Not to toot my own horn, but here's the thing. If there are kids around and they're talking about sexual stuff and they give me the eye of like, come on into this conversation, I'm not going to sit back and let that go untalked to. Because guess what? I'm a healer of sorts. I'm a sexual teacher of sorts. I want the kids to feel comfortable talking to me and at me and around me. And I'm going to tell them the truth back. And if that means they're going to change cars so be it. Next, I'll tell you the story of a subway also, but a totally different bunch of people. These are two people. One was a, or a, a she was a Mexican woman, probably in her 60s. She was a lovely lady. We connected in being kind of cross and angry with a man that had his music on too loud. You know, when your music's on, you don't have the headphones. The other day, I just screamed out, headphones! Like, I just yelled it out at someone on the train, headphones! And I meditate and write every day and exercise. You'd think I'd be a little calmer. Anyway, she and I connected on that. Then we started chatting. And it was a lovely chat. I can't really remember what we chatted about, but it was just some sort of like New York moment on the train. And there was a Russian woman who was sitting next to me. This Mexican lady was sitting across. So it's, oh, I remember. She was very into her granddaughter. And so she's showing me photos of her granddaughter and oh, how sweet and la la la. Her granddaughter's like two years old. So she gets to go, she goes off and her, gets off in her stop. Now the Russian lady turns to me and she says, your voice, she, oh, first she says, I was not eavesdropping. And I say, I'd say, what do I care? I'm an eavesdropper from way back. Let's all eavesdrop. We should all eavesdrop and talk to each other. You kidding? I just yelled at a kid about washing the vaginas. What do you got? And she says to me, mm, your voice, it's like honey. You could be speaking to the children in the nighttime stories. They be asleep in two minutes. And I swear to you, this was to me probably one of the best compliments I've ever gotten. I mean, I've also gotten some really beautiful feedback from you all uh, regarding things that you've done in your life, whether it be get a promotion or break up with uh, someone who you were dating. 
because of something that you heard me talk about on the show. And that fills me with so much love. It's the only reason I come back here to do this. You know, take these notes. I think to myself, gosh, I hope people get something out of this. I hope they feel good when this is all said and done because I know it's, uh, it's really to keep showing up, yeah? Anyway, she says to me, you have a voice. It's like honey. And I said, that is such a, really a huge compliment, especially because I don't know if you all know this, honey is like gold to Russians. You go to the Russian market across the street over here in Brighton, the amount of honey, they have two aisles dedicated just purely solely to honey. I go down these aisles, I think to myself, I'm very overwhelmed. I don't know what honey to get. It's raw honey, it's filter honey, it's bee honey, it's all bee honey. But then there's the, the honey, milshuka, milushka, it's all the honey. So when she says that I have a voice like honey, I just about melted like honey. And I said, oh, maybe that's a job that I should have. Maybe I should have an, yet another job, and this one could be, and here, a shout out to all my parents who listen to the show, and I do have a parent, a shout out to Holly and the little nugget man, um, he was a fussy uh, moments, he had fussy moments as a baby, and she would turn on my show, and he would quiet down. So there is something to be said about this woman finding me honey-like for children. Oh, that sounded I take all that part back. Anyway, here's the gig. Ready? You have me come over to your home right at bedtime. The kids are fussy. You get them into bed. I come in. I start reading the story. Boom. Three minutes, five minutes, they're out. What do I charge? And would you do it? If it was like I had the most Yelp reviews, do you know what I mean? Like all the five stars and all the most amazing mommy and me and pop-up song Yelp reviews. Only fans. <laughs> Only fans for bed night stories. Uh, well, she said children, but I guess I could turn it around and make it for the adults. Hey, the adults have more money than the children, so that would work. But really, I just want to say um, it seemed really funny to think of a job. And she goes, no, 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 not that job. You, you're, you're a storyteller. You're engaging. You're, um, everybody wants to listen to you. And I said, oh. Well, in that case, let me just tell you, I do uh, a podcast every week and I and I do stand up and I do storytelling. And she goes, oh, <laughs> you're on the right track. Stay on this track. It's perfect for you. And I must say. Again, the validation in that. I mean, imagine and you, a lot of you are artists and creators, music, writing, uh, creators, um, tchotchkes, crystals, weed, the connoisseurs, a wine, uh, fashion, perhaps you are an actor. Congratulations to us for the strike being over. I'd like to say, like my mother said, we vibed him. Um... 
anyway, so <sighs> I'm going to end with this. I only have a few minutes left. I'm going to end with this because this is this was one of I have a few things that are written down, but I really feel like this is a wonderful thing to talk about uh, here. And just please, thanks for lending me your ears for a few minutes. Okay. So I know I've talked about listening to the podcast Hidden Brain. And on Hidden Brain, they're having a series about mm, showing up for yourself. I'm, I always paraphrase this whole shit. So <clears throat> excuse me while I, excuse me while I whip this out. Mmm. Mmm. Yum. Water. So they've proven, and I know a lot of you will say, der, der hickey, just cur. But it, it, it brings me to light to say this, that more satisfaction comes from, because you know how most of us are always looking for satisfaction. We don't want to be sad. We don't want to be bored. I mean, uh, these are just human things that we have to go through and just feel and get to the other side, you know, grief and all that stuff. Take it from me. I got many dead, dead spirits uh, hanging around me. Oh, look at that. There's, there's one now. So they've proven you get more satisfaction from experiences than you do from material things. Now I can say, yeah, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And of course you would. And look, traveling or even just like I told you the subway stories and having those experiences way more satisfying than, um, I don't know, if I was able to purchase a new phone or something and listen to the crisp, clear quality of the new iPhone 15 or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, Having these experiences with these people, strangers, friends, good food, good uh, walks. I, I got to see my friend Nikki yesterday. We took a walk through Central Park. I mean, my aunt showing up and seeing my aunt at the diner, being able to give her a gift, her loving it. You know what I mean? Like these are just experiences. I mean, I didn't even have to bring a gift for my aunt to have a lovely time at the diner because we're experiencing one another. And this is what we have. This is all we have. And I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again because fucking hey, it's nice to remember. Nobody's lying on their deathbed wishing they had more likes or more followers. Everybody lays on their deathbed. Not everybody, but a lot of people, most people lay around there and they go, oh, I wish I had taken advantage of more experiences with my friends, traveling, with family, the gardening, writing, things I enjoy. And I often will think to myself, and this is kind of, I don't know, you can take it either way. I think it's, I think some days I think it's the depression talking and some days I think it's the enlightenment talking. And what I mean is this. Sometimes I think, ah, look at me. I'm doing exactly what I should be doing. I don't need to hurt to feel like I'm doing it right. It's coming naturally and I can feel it. It feels good. And some days I feel like, oh man, the fuck am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing, but I guess I'll just keep going. So just know 
I guess it's the fluctuation of it all, but the experiences we can keep ourselves in experiences and experiencing thing and things and each other. That's why I always talk about like the deliveries. Look, if you're going to call the Chinese food restaurant, you're going to talk to the dude and you're going to order on the phone with homeboy. And then he's going to send over a dude from his shop. And the dude's going to be like, Hey, what's up? I'm from the Chinese uh, restaurant. Here's the money. Here's the thing. Let's go. But no, it's now we've cut out all the people and it's just a computer and we've, we program in what we want. And then we don't, have you know we oh I don't even want to see the the delivery guy a lot of people say just leave it outside no contact delivery all these things that are cutting us off from one another just the idea of takeout instead of delivery you could still have the same experience of eating your food at home but what you can do is you can build back in that experience of walking I know I live in a walking city so walking to the restaurant or even if you're in a driving city, driving to the restaurant and having whatever experience happens between the time you leave your home, getting to the restaurant, picking up the food and coming back. I mean, fucking A, I remember in Albuquerque going and that is not a walking town. So yes, it wasn't uh, probably safe to go and do, but we did. My friend Peggy and I, shout out to Peggy. She knows, she asked me, should I bring my knife? And I said, I, I don't know. I don't know this city. So she brought it. And I mean, good thing, not that we needed it, but just good to Make sure that you're aware and slightly armed when you go outside the cities. Um, and we came across a couple and they, we talked about this couple for months. The experience of, of interacting with this couple in the street was just, it was a fucking experience and it stayed with us. And I think I could call her right now and we could talk about it again <laughs> for a fact. Oh, I've gone three minutes over. Well, I just, again, adore you. Adore, adore, j'adore. Um, uh, bon, uh, au revoir, motherfuckers. And bonsoir. And enchanté. And mon chéri. And oui, oui, oui. And glee, 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 motherfucker. Not the TV show, but the actual feeling. I hope you get some. I hope you grab some this week. I hope you're feeling healthy. I hope you're doing all the things that you love to do. And you're not hurting yourself and you're not hurting anybody else. Because that's the way to fucking live this life, boobos. To the fullest. Because guess what? These moments don't come back. And then we're like, oh, fuck. It's this moment now. Like, even just this week from last week, I was like, whoa, it's another week? Good grief. Good gravy. All right, well, um, konnichiwa, bitches. And I often do feel like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lee, okay, B, what the fuck is his name in the Hangover movies? You know, we talk about him a lot. Oh, motherfuckers. All right, I love you so much. <laughs> And please uh, write to me and send me any kind of story you'd like me to talk about from the week. I didn't even mention Chandler Bing. Rest in peace, Chandler Bing. Rest in peace, Chandler Bing. Oh, Mr. Chow. Leslie Chow. Motherfucker. <laughs> Adios. Bonsoir. 
and au revoir bitch y'all i love you so much leslie chow bitches leslie chow forever and also zach alfanakis in that movie i mean come on I mean, come on. Who doesn't love The Hangover? Also, Sister Christian, know the time has come. I'm going over, but you know you're the one for me. Listen, that was the song that I was listening to before starting the show. I don't know what they're saying. What's your pride? And that, my friends, Boogie Nights second to last scene third to last scene almost the end you want to play baseball let's go ready watch it i know a lot of my babies have never seen boogie nights well prepare to be get your tissue box you may want to jerk off you may want to cry that's the kind of movie it is okay i've said too much already I love you so much. I love you all for listening, watching, hanging around. I love you even more. You know what I love you even more for? For sharing my show. If you could share it, it would be like the world to me. It means the world to me already. Lovelies. Okay. Um, I'm going to go eat some more food. Look what happens when I eat food, though. I really had a lot of great energy in this one. I think I need to eat more food. Oops, excuse me. Love you. I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>